0: hi it's 420 somewhere and welcome to sex and sativa with alex it's me your favorite sex positive goddess and it's the season finale i finished recording my chest to Ten Thousand listens episode a few days ago and i was just like fuck it let me get this recording done with and out of the way especially since i'm starting my cannabis break i'm going on a very long cannabis break soon so I wanted to just make sure I ended the season on a very positive note and for the lone person yeah that one person that asked me how the penetration went in the masturbation session I mentioned in my previous episode well it didn't go and I'm truly done exploring penetrative sex until I am no longer celibate for the time being it's actually sort of frustrating and I absolutely choose not to dwell on negative shit. For this season finale, I decided to do something touchy-feely, not my brand of loving as I like it a little rough but I still absolutely think it's fun. I am so thankful that season five is over what a challenging year it has been for me and season 5 really showed how much of a challenge it was for me if you listen very closely i share a lot of my personal life on this podcast so it's kind of easy to track my ups and my lows which now i'm thinking about it isn't exactly the more security conscious thing to do but i will adjust it has been such a challenging year. This season has been interesting to say the list. So I decided to delve into the topic of intimacy to close out this season. In my previous episode, um, the Chester to 10K episode, I was talking about I, I I was mention I was mentioning something and my train of thought ran into intimacy and for the love of me I couldn't find why. I couldn't find words to explain the meaning of the word intimacy. And I, I sort of felt... Okay, honestly, I forgot what the word intimacy meant. And I, I sort of felt iffy while recording after that and editing the episode and just listening back. Then I decided, <clears throat> fuck it. What is the best way to end the season what episode am i going to give to the amazing listeners on my podcast so i decided to go through my old notes and previous episodes when i found out that i was doing that to figure out how i can make up for the forgetting intimacy so i then found out that my episode on aftercare making sex better season 4 episode 6 was initially supposed to be aftercare and intimacy but it sort of dare i say became a different thing when i started recording i I forget all the paper noises i heard it last episode i will try to denoise it but i'm not promising jack shit so like i said when i start scripting and researching an episode the topic i have in mind by the time i'm done that's not exactly the trajectory i might head i might end up in or my head towards that's just the way i work so anytime i'm researching and i'm working on the podcast it sort of gets away from me the episode lets me know where it wants to go and I just sort of follow the vibe. So I decided a much deserved way to end this season that we've been talking about, lots of really awesome things, expectations and fantasies and loop shaming all of that stuff is by ending with intimacy. I just thought it was sweet, I thought it was soft and that's where I'm headed. So what is intimacy? Before I get into this, let me just say that. Everybody has a different idea of what intimacy is supposed to look like. Mm. And what intimacy should be for them. So it was kind of, I wouldn't say it was kind of difficult. But I I sort of had to, I I found myself navigating um, and tiptoeing. I think navigating is well because I don't tiptoe unless I'm wearing heels. Um, try, I, I sort of found it a little bit daunting to navigate this episode because I'm not really the mushy-feely person so this is sort of not in my wheelhouse at the moment but I'm fixing up. Anyway, what is intimacy? Intimacy is a feeling of closeness and connection. In a relationship intimacy allows people to bond with each other on many levels not just on one note on one level just like it allows you intimacy allows people allows you to bond with somebody else on many levels intimacy is a depth of emotional connection and support that is sort of reserved for someone you feel comfortable, vulnerable and happy with. It's it's sort of being able to or can I say that? Intimacy means being able to um, share your thoughts, experiences and feelings. Intimacy is awesome. And man, from the way I'm describing it, intimacy seems like addictive as hell. I know it seems like boring here, but intimacy seems addictive as hell. To be with someone that you can bond with and be honest with. Intimacy is fucking rare, my heavens, man. So if you have someone or you have a special group of someone that you can be intimate with. First of all, because like human beings are shitty. And incredibly selfish and I know that sounds very cynical of me and I'm starting the podcast like just being not so positive but if at any point in time mm, there is someone or there are some ones that popped into your head while I described intimacy a few minutes earlier or minutes earlier I want you to appreciate them it's as simple as that. You have to appreciate them because having to have your own people is so rare. It's it's so difficult. It's such a vulnerable um, state. It's such a vulnerable place to be that you don't see people... Sharing intimacy randomly and willingly the way people share gifts even when people they don't give a fuck about Because it's so rare to cultivate, it's so rare to get and sometimes you might not even be that be aware That this is a very intimate relationship It involves you Letting your guard down it's 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 not a one day i blink and i wake up sort of scenario and i'm like oh yo i'm in an intimate relationship with this person no intimacy it's intimacy is built over time it involves patience and effort from both parties to actually work so i appreciate anyone and everyone you can be intimate with because intimacy is such a rare Special emotion it's a special feeling it's a special state and it's just it can be incredibly rewarding as an individual to have someone you're in an intimate relationship with not just rewarding for you as a person but rewarding um, do I say to the universe I sound very mumbo-jumbo but intimacy can be incredibly rewarding so it's great. Now when I was putting together this episode, I found out that there are so many kinds of intimacy. I don't know why I was surprised, but I feel like any every time I think of something and then I do research that back to the home like man I really pushed myself for this episode man i have it has been the day i haven't slept in i think more than 24 hours i'm not even exaggerating i'm really exhausted so as soon as i'm done with this podcast i am looking forward to this sleep i am going to get i just i'm looking forward to this and then when i wake up i'm obviously like i think my cannabis um embargo starts so or oh, is it tomorrow? I can't be too sure. I'll check my calendar but I'm super excited for the type of sleep I'm gonna have after I'm done doing this because I'm really happy I'm doing this. The fact that I'm recording this this is like really really rewarding to me. I smashed my phone. I don't say I smashed my phone, my phone broke after the last chest tank episode actually before the chest tank episode and i was like oh my god i'm done podcasting for the season i can't move forward and there is no cash in the economy and it was just hard to move but somehow i need to like fix it and i was like i fix it like it i'm holding it with tape and vibes basically because i i'm trying to get all i'm trying to get this season done so i can finally be like <sighs> finally like i'm packing shit up but i'm just thankful that i mean i am in this space and i am recording this and it's going through and everything seems to be going well and i'm happy about that now like i said when i was researching types of intimacy i found out that there are so many different kinds of intimacy there's physical intimacy. There's the emotional intimacy. There's the mental or intellectual intimacy. There's the spiritual intimacy. There's the sensual intimacy. There's the sexual intimacy. There's even something called the experiential intimacy. And my plan was to explain all of this shit. But I don't want a very long episode because I feel like I really have been giving extra long episodes this season and I've been feeling so guilty to be very honest. So I don't want to season finale to be so long because I have all sorts of stuff to ramble about. But this, like, so I was like, what am I going to focus on here? I'm, I don't want to just do everything and I really want I really want to expand on intimacy in my own way that could be fun for me and which' gonna be a great way to say goodbye to the podcast. And this sex positive goddess decided that she, Is going to focus on if you guessed it then you know me by now sexual intimacy. I mean we are here, you are listening. That's this is the podcast for like great orgasms and good vibes. It's just great orgasms and good shit. So first of all, the heat is ridiculous. Hamatan came. I didn't want to talk about Hamatan, I'm just I'm beefing Hamatan. So we're gonna focus on sexual intimacy. What does sexual intimacy entail? To simplify, because heaven knows there wasn't like a textbook definition of what sexual intimacy is, I got a lot of what sexual intimacy details. I got tips on how to um, cultivate sexual intimacy. I, I got uh, I got other things. I just couldn't get a textbook definition of sexual intimacy. How to describe these people? So basically, <clears throat> I decided to simplify it. The best way i know how everything intimacy is that i explained earlier the vulnerability um everything everything intimacy is as alexandria described earlier with the added element of sexual chemistry and sex itself this means that when two people or more you know we don't judge here what well, two partners are allowed and sex is enjoy it in your own way could be alone could be two people could just be two people could be four people could be three seven seems like a lot of work just seems like a lot of work like seven people fucking seems like a lot of work i am actually you know what i would love to talk to a couple of porn directors on how they just manage group uh porn scenes because everybody's always doing everything at the same time and great group porn scenes like always kind of give each combination their own time to shine if you watch porn enough you know what i mean but i I mean you guys talk to like porn directors jesse how did you wrangle that so like the market for that how does that work Like I would, I genuinely want to attend like an orgy. I want to go to a sex dungeon. I want to see people fucking like, you know, performing sex. That sort of stuff seems absolutely fascinating to me. Now you might be listening to this and like be horrified, which I say, sweetie, are you in the right podcast? (laughs) So are you listening to the right podcast? Um, What was I talking about? Oh yes, sexual chemistry with more or two people. I was saying, oh no, that's me skipping or drawing two things. Sexual intimacy means when two people or more than two people have feelings of closeness and emotional connection. In addition to the vulnerability and letting your guard down with a sprinkle of sexual action, that equals intimacy. I repeat, sexual intimacy. (laughs) I can be a little bit extra sometimes. I didn't realize how much I sang this season. I don't know if I'm going to stop. I hope I do. I'm also like super hungry. I won't say super hungry, I'm actually just very hungry. I'm thinking do I wanna eat? I think so. Well I'm actually singing. I'm not distracted. I just I wanna make sure I have all my notes together here yeah, because i i am usually so scattered sometimes when i am um writing shit so it's good to know okay i think it'd be a great idea to also i am just taking every possible moment i can't indulge in kind of business. i have to say goodbye although this time i have to say i am sort of prepared for my cannabis break i found something else to focus on in this time frame so my mind is not filled with thoughts of cannabis and also there's this great episode uh, i have decided to use as my guide this actually this great podcast i've decided to use as my guide it's called naked and baked if you are really into smoking and cannabis and sativa and indica and all of that stuff like me go listen to naked and baked by kb it's really awesome it's a great podcast talking about the intricacies of cannabis and how it affects the system i love that it talks about cannabis in such a grown-up mature way without all of that stigma the podcast is really awesome so he has this episode on hand on how to handle um tolerance breaks so i'm going and i listen to like i listen to I listened to it and I was like, okay, this seems like fun. So I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be using it as a sort of guide slash helper slash stepping stone. And if all fails, I will look for a sponsor to help me through the hard times. I'm, I'm fucking with you. It's not that difficult for me to quit cannabis. I just seen a reason for me to at the moment. Country is difficult as fuck, man. Sexual intimacy is rare. It's hard to achieve but it is not impossible so it's kind of interesting and sad to realize that maybe one or you have been in multiple sexual relationships you've had multiple sexual experiences and you haven't experienced sexual intimacy or you have no idea what sexual intimacy looks like or what it could feel like or maybe you have been Doing stuff that, like making certain decisions that actively repel or um, turn away sexual intimacy, either by how do I put? By reciprocate, reciprocating is when you receive. Either by you know performing acts that you know can get you can. Oh my heavens! You don't know. Either by performing acts or doing. Either by performing actions that foster sexual intimacy in your, in your relationship with your sexual partner. Um, so maybe you even have no idea that you're even making these decisions or um, choosing actions that are actively um, chasing. Or actively repelling sexual intimacy or maybe you do have an idea that these actions you are making and these decisions you're making will affect the sexual intimacy of you and your sexual partner you're an adult I mean I'm not going to infantilize anybody so if you have no idea of what sexual intimacy is like it can be sort of difficult to be like okay where is she coming from what's she talking about am i missing out something here i wouldn't say no i wouldn't say uh yes per se sexual intimacy is really awesome it's um it's i'm trying to find pretty words so you're really, really tired sexual intimacy is pretty much awesome if you ever get the experience if you ever get the opportunity to experience it and With someone that you feel close to that you feel safe with the Inside sexual jokes that only the both of you get I mean That's awesome, right? the long looks across the room when you're in a group of people that just lets you know that your partner wants to just either ravish you or wants you to ravish them that's that kind of like vibe when you spend all day just touching each other and sending each other really interesting i say interesting notes and by heavens and every fucking thing you believe in you know that the second that the both of you are alone or you know in a group of people you know it could be voyeurs exhibitionists I don't judge, but the second that you have the opportunity both of you are going to create some level of intense sexual magic that is going to have you feel like you're having a heavenly out of fucking body experience i mean yeah that's like really awesome that's really cool and now i'm thinking is that something that i want Cause I started this episode and I was like, oh yeah, I'm not touchy feely. I really am not touchy feely. That's not my cup of tea. But I'm now thinking, this all sounds nice. When you have your own person, it's it's interesting to be with people that you trust and just I just feel sexual intimacy is cool. I know I'm rambling around circles, but I really am. I wouldn't say I'm not. I just have my head full because this is the season finale and I won't get to um, use this podcast as an avenue to work shit out for a while and something that has been going through my mind recently is just in general being a creative is such and has been such a humbling experience um, I, I, don't want, I don't want to generalize anything this is a personal like this is me Being a creative has been such a humbling experience, especially with very little support from um, people around me. Not just people per se, but very little in terms of no support. I'm very proud and I am quite talented. So it hurts when I have to. I have all these ideas and all these thoughts in my head, and I have to overly simplify them because I don't have um, what it takes at the moment to um, to create the way I want. It hurts when I can't bring my realities to life because every time I create, I'm always interested in putting my best foot forward. I think that's almost every creative does that. When you create, you want to put your best foot forward because nobody knows what piece of work or what work that Someone or a stranger or the public is critiquing you from. It's not from the one that is refined. It could be from the one that is refined where you have every all your shit together. Yes, you start getting critiques from there, and it's easier to back that shit up when it's like, oh, you. I put in 110 percent. I did all of this, and you know, yeah, you're critiquing it, but I put in 110 percent. Than when I know I could do. I personally could do so much better. I just can't at the moment and it hurts me. But at the same time, with the little support, I am so fucking proud of what I have done. I had no idea that I personally could push myself like that or like this. It's been such an interesting it's 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 been it's I have no I'm just being a creative has been something that's been a part of me since I was little, except I had no idea. I mean I knew I just stifled it. There's not really a love minded made in creative industry off the bat. You need to really put in the work and then even then there's barely five percent that makes it. I mean we all celebrate the five percent that makes it, but what about the ninety five percent that had to go back home and, you know, find a way to um, be happy doing something else, not the creative work that they are doing, because they spent years. I remember I saw a story about, uh, ah, fuck, this guy that did Squid Game, apparently had been pitching Squid Game for like 15 years or so, if I'm wrong, correct me. But I didn't see it as an inspiring, heartwarming, you know, aww, shock story. I saw it, as, I, I saw it and I got really scared. And I was like, wow, do you realize it's 16 years of constantly telling everyone that this is a good idea and people looking at you crazy because there's nobody willing to invest in your good idea, but you fucking know it's a good idea, man. That's some level of mental strength that not a lot of people have. So being a creative has been humbling because I try my very best, put my best foot forward, but I can't do that all the time and it upsets me. But at the same time, I am very impressed with how I won't say I'm because when it comes to school, I put in 100% and I do try. But it, it's just impressive with how little I have to work with. I'm able to create so much. And I'm just looking forward to when I'm able to create the way I want on my own terms with what I want, how I want it. And it's just, I'm absolutely fascinated for that level of... Alexandria, that's just safe. This has been. This episode is 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 me getting shit off my chest, which I actually like. Now, sexual intimacy. Let's go back there because we talked about me and my personal shit. Sexual intimacy is, like I said, rare. It's difficult. It's awesome, but it isn't the easiest thing to get into like you can learn how to please your partner or you can learn how you and your partner enjoy being pleased sexually um alone together mutually and all of that the both of you could be giving each other quite awesome really great orgasms but the intimacy is missing or has never has been non-existent or is not receptive by both parties or um, one person when i what I mean by that is maybe one person is doing all of these things to cultivate sexual intimacy and the second party is not responding because that's just not where they are they are on that's just not the wavelength or they miss the signs because not everybody's great at hints I mean I have a lens that's the Fucking hard way. Not everybody's great at hints, so intimacy is awesome. And you can be having great sex, great orgasms, but the intimacy will be missing. The sex will be awesome, the sex will be great, it's just going to be lacking a certain. genre. quoi. <laughs> I want to learn French, but French is quite difficult as a language to learn, so. I'm not doing that anytime soon. So, Alexandria is going to get into how to achieve sexual intimacy with a partner. I really give you guys good shit. Like, I really try. When I'm doing this podcasting, I really try to give you guys awesome stuff. How to achieve sexual intimacy with a partner. So,. I said i did a couple of research i didn't do a couple of re- research i did research and i found ways or yes little ways to achieve sexual intimacy in a relationship so if this is something that you are aware that you want um this is not how to get going per se but this is how to you're in a sexual relationship you want to achieve sexual intimacy these are the little notes how to go about it first of all be patient sexual intimacy takes time it is not overnight it's a process that can't be rushed per se you also need to be present you can't be flaky you can't Decide when you want to be in that relationship when you're trying to cultivate sexual intimacy. Sexual intimacy involves vulnerability and letting your guard down. And nobody's going to want to let your guard down with someone that is just flaky as fuck and just. No. Oh! You have to know yourself. Knowing yourself is really important for you to achieve sexual intimacy so that you can know your do's and your don'ts. Oh, the previous episode was sex for introverts, not. Um, anyway, I forgot. So, you have to know yourself. You have to know what your do's and don'ts are. Like I said in the previous episode, sex for introverts. Introverts enjoy sex a different way than extroverts and people or people that are not introverts. Do enjoy sex, so it's good to know what stimulates you, what distracts you, so that you can know how to get yourself in the game when your mind is just going in a different direction. So you need to know yourself, so that when your partner is suggesting certain things, you are aware of boundaries that you have. You're like, yeah, that's not going to fly. How are we going to compromise and stuff like that? So. You have to work together with your partner to get in sync it cannot be a one-man experience unless you're trying to cultivate sexual intimacy for yourself which is a different ballgame I, if you if that appeals to you hit me up on Instagram at sexpositivegoddess one word no underscore I enjoy conversations like that and I'll get back to you or on Twitter at sexsativa, same thing one word no underscore send me a DM and I will respond to you when I can. Oh my heavens! I'm not, I don't miss drinking coffee, but I feel like I might go back to drinking coffee. Man, if you could hear this right now, yes, do you I'm giving coffee a nice, long, hard, think um recognize negative thoughts and replace it when you're trying to achieve sexual intimacy with someone sometimes it, it's it's very easy for your brain to just say oh this seems silly or oh, you look silly or oh, you don't look good or oh, like this or oh, just make maybe overthink it so you need to recognize when you're having negative thoughts thoughts that don't necessarily pertain to you and will be helpful in you achieving sexual intimacy with your partner and replace it with stuff that is healthy stuff that turns you on stuff that appeals to you recognize negative thoughts and replace it understand why sexual intimacy is a problem so you can solve it if you personally have a problem with sexual intimacy or you're having a problem with this with the whole situation in general which is sexual intimacy and you think it's a great time to also cultivate sexual intimacy with the partner. I think you should I don't understand why sexual intimacy is a problem for you first. So that you can solve it. Walk through it so that it's easy for you to cultivate sexual intimacy with the partner. Cause when you've not finished cultivating yourself and you want to cultivate sexual intimacy with the partner, yes then you have the inside jokes and non-glasses where it's toxic as fuck. Well. You are not being honest with each other there's miscommunication and all that stuff so understand why sexual intimacy is a problem or not just for you but also in a relationship like why are you and your partner not sexually intimate but you're having a sexual relationship so you figure out why sometimes it's because you guys are not compatible intimately sometimes it could lead to other things and having a conversation but understand why sexual intimacy is a problem so that you can fix it respect each other's differences i feel like this is something that just gets i won't say overlooked per se but most people are always go, or most people go in sexual relationship thinking what can i get what can i get from me what can i get from me which is not a bad deal if i'm being very honest but i just don't I wanted to talk about sexual intimacy and celibacy and i wrote that down somewhere but for the life of me i cannot find where i did and this is so frustrating because i i i take notes like the way it's in my head chaotic and disorganized so i always find like i mean you can Oh, found it, thank heavens. I mean, you can read from me, but it's always going to be only me that can somehow understand my thought process and how I put it down on paper. Even when I'm typing shit, the first thoughts just come out like the way it is in my head, very disorganized in anyway, me. I'm explaining myself too much. It's possible to cultivate sexual intimacy while celib- celibate or practicing abstinence. When I was looking at sexual intimacy, I thought it was really cool that, you know, this is um, something that is really, really rare and really, really awesome when you share it with the right person. But there has to be an element of sex in it. And I was like, come on, something for me to go do my research and find, and find out that it's actually possible to cultivate sexual intimacy while celibate or practicing abstinence which personally intrigues me because three years celibate yeah i feel so fucking good and i'm so thankful uh-huh. because off the top of my head alexandria is like fuck no what's sexual intimacy without the sex i mean it's great sexual intimacy is there with the sex i mean that's why the sexual is there but what's the sexual intimacy without the sex and i was quite pleasantly surprised to find out that there's a lot but there are ways to go around sex while cultivating and achieving sexual intimacy in a relationship and personally i want to explore this i want to explore sexual intimacy without sex there's a part of me that is eager to explore that and then there's this other part of me that is asking so what guy is going to want to take this long awesome exploratory journey with you My i need a boyfriend i don't need a boyfriend i want one because I have stuff I want to practice on him, like, podcast-wise. Like, I could have some idea, and there's no man's, like, test drive or that shit with me. And I'm not going to do that with someone I'm not comfortable with, because work is really important to me, and podcast is work, and I don't play with my work. So for me to bring it around you means I give you some certain level of trust. Let me start thinking about dating, just like that like i want to explore sexual intimacy without sex but i'm now thinking okay celebrate for three years you want to go into a relationship how do you how is this like a good idea to want to explore sexual intimacy without sex until i went further and i realized it's actually such a great idea which now made me reassess the thing from a different angle exploring sexual intimacy before having sex would be a great way to know the sort of sex we're gonna have take gives us time to both learn each other, unlearn a certain thing a few a few things and just basically take our time into having what will be an explosive, interesting, but satisfying sexual relationship. With intimacy of course, you know, because I can eat my cake too and have it because i'm just thinking if i want to date you or like me in a relationship i always want to jump my person's bones like i just i really if i'm really into you then you know i want you to be inside of me as well so i like that we'll not do the sex thing before we do sex and sex intimacy thing like we cultivate sex sexual intimacy and then move on to actual sex i think it's actually going to be a really cool idea But it involves patience and being present. Two things that are quite difficult. I mean, it's quite easy to say, but they are quite difficult. Back to like, I just felt a breeze. come through and um, i just remembered right now i don't feel like my tan anymore thank heavens but remember when i started the year and i was laughing that my sister set my coochie on fire and i was like and she was like oh you'll get rid of your hair and my is over and one of the reasons i didn't want to get rid of my hair anyway because it wasn't just my coochie was because well my time always comes back when he goes he comes back like another time so, I was like, I'm trying for a second. I'm a tan. Our tan is not really nice to my skin. I end up like, my skin breaks and it bleeds. It's really not that nice. So, I like keeping the hair on it's a layer of protection. And after she set my kitchen on fire, I decided, you know what, fine, fuck it, I get the memo, I will go and I will get rid of my hair, and then, you know, I got rid of my hair, and I got a landing strip that I didn't want, which, like I said, I am moving on, I am not trying to dwell on shit that is not important to me, and then, what happens, Hamatan comes back around, and I'm just thinking, it's like a day to day two, three thing, it wasn't a day to no instead Alex ends up with cuts and now I am in severe pain and I'm just saying people of heavens please do not fall for peer pressure it is not healthy it is not good for anybody and all individuals Fault. because if I hadn't fallen for peer pressure now I would have left my hair and I would have been well and I repeat well 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 protected during her attack. but alas I fell for peer pressure and now I'm in pain that's the thing it's always on you it's never on the pe- person that pressured you it's like your choice your decision they'll be fine but you're the one that has to live with it live with the tears and just don't fall for peer pressure people anyway i think i'm almost done with this episode Yeah. yeah 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 i should be oh no 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 i said as a bonus let me also put together um Tips on how to initiate or rekindle sexual intimacy in a relationship. How to rekindle? How to initiate? Rekindle is. I feel like you might need a little bit more to rekindle, but to initiate, these tips work really, really fine. So if sexual intimacy is something you are interested in and you have no idea how to go about it, Alex, Alex, Alex has got you. I'm sorry I'm repeating my words over and over again, I'm just really running on lack of sleep, caffeine, and a will to prove something. I have no idea what I'm trying to prove by doing this episode right now, but something. Anyway, tips on initiating and rekindling sexual intimacy first of all be honest you have to be honest with yourself you have to be honest with your partner the rule to great sex is always honesty communication i mean i have like you know what i'm going to do that next season post like a rule like a rule book on abc's on how to have great sex maybe i should make it a book and sell it i think that would be a cool idea. abc's on how to have great sex so, be honest. You have to be honest with him, you have to be honest with her, you have to be honest with yourself, you just have to be honest. Once you are honest, you know where to go from there. Um, Remember that intimacy takes time. Like I said, in trying to achieve sexual intimacy, everything just shuffle, 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 sorry. In trying to achieve... I think like I'm apologizing so much in this episode. Um, in trying to achieve sexual intimacy one thing I noted was patience is key because intimacy and intimacy in general um, talk less of sexual intimacy takes time to cultivate takes time to grow it takes time to be what it is so you have to remember that intimacy takes time. The long glances across the room and where you know what your partner is thinking sexually isn't gonna happen overnight. You're going to take time to know when your partner, what what looks your partner is giving you that indicates he wants or they want you to go down on them. You have to realize what looks your partner is giving you that tells you, okay, I want I, I want it a little bit slow or surprise me. So intimacy takes time. Give yourself time and grace. Also, as much as you have to be present, it's also very important to remember. I feel like I hear a sound somewhere. Where's my ear? Oh, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like it's also very important to give each other room and space to breathe while trying to cultivate a sexual relationship. Yes, being there is great, but you cannot be in someone's face all the time trying to be like, oh, the more we are together, the more I'm around you, the more I'm present, then the more uh, or stronger our sexual relationship is going to be on the faster or it's going to feel like a scheduled time frame. No, it's, it's it doesn't work like that, so give each other room to breathe sometimes absence at some point makes the heart grow fonder have fun together that's something that is very very important while you're trying to because sometimes it feels like it's we are approaching a level that is very emotional and touchy-feely And sometimes that's all it can feel like, which, in a way, is sort of heavy all the time. So don't forget that your partner, the person you're with, the person you're doing all of this for, is someone that you can and you should be having fun with. So don't hesitate to have fun together. Also strive for mutual and considerate communication. Need I explain more in saying strive for mutual and considerate communication? I think not. Accept your partner, accept yourself. How else do I explain accept your partner, accept yourself? I mean, that's quite self explanation, I have to be very honest. Alright, you can start with the easy stuff. Try stuff like how long can you kiss for? without having to look at your phone how often do you get to touch your partner without them realizing Ah, good relationships are so awesome i can't i'm not even to deny it, who knows, maybe by the time I come back in season 6, I will be in this really awesome relationship with someone that adores the fuck out of me, so he deals me, or oh, what the kids say, some shit like that, but absolutely adores me, just adores me, maybe I've been in a relationship with somebody, who knows? but for now, Alex like is saying, starts with easy stuff. Don't try and delve deep into trying to create long lasting memories that will last you 15 20 years on the line. Start with stuff that is there for you presently at the moment. I should do more like an established post. Like, I should. I feel like I should do more. I'm just creating all those content rights, like, write up stuff, but they are the day to use and I can't create content anymore, too. I'll find a way to just explain all of this some more. I feel like it could do with that. Talking openly about your needs with your partner—that is very, very important because you cannot be holding shit in. One thing that is very important to note in the sexual, in sexual intimacy is that sexual intimacy goes both ways. It doesn't just work one pipeline. Nobody's giving and not receiving. Nobody's receiving and not giving. It needs to be good. So, in other words, the sex needs to be really, really good between both of you if one person is enjoying the sex and another person isn't enjoying the sex that's a reason for your sexual intimacy to be halted or to be stopped or to not exist anymore at the moment so that's just something to note I think yeah that's it oh wow this is actually quite interesting. I didn't think I was gonna get this done. Like I was already flagging. I was like, dear God, heavens, universe, Gaia, just help me pull through. Mm. Oh my God, this lighter is not working. Of all the lighters I get, mm. that was really really nice. Ah oh, man. I am so thankful. And I am so happy to have come to this to the end of this episode. So, what's going on in Alex's life right now? I did say I was going to talk about um, my new trajectory in the um, sex positive world, but I don't have that sort of time—not time. I just no, not in that mindset. Have that conversation right now. So. In this moment right now for me i am having so much fun studying and everything sex ed i'm expanding my knowledge on sexual education and how to teach and how to approach people so i'm having so much fun just studying and it's 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 still learning obviously which can be challenging but i find it easier to study by realizing that i have No fucking clue about anything. I go in like I I am just empty. I am here to be filled with words and knowledge, so that makes it a little bit easy. Or it's simply me just. I don't know. Alex is Alex. Actually, can't wait to take more sexuality courses. I'm almost done with the one that I'm on. I I can't wait to learn I can't wait to just I can't wait to be a better version of this sex person goddess that you all enjoy and you all love but one thing I am happy about we taking courses and learning everything that is there to learn regarding um, sexuality is The more you stay in a field, the more you learn, so you don't stay stagnant, so you advance in your field. And I am interested in advancing in my field. From sex expectations to debunking myths about oral sex, I really enjoyed that episode. Embracing lubricants in the bedroom, delving into fantasies. I don't forget, like I didn't forget our special episode in September where we talked about sexual health. But pussy problems just sort of came and phew, to go the scenario. I am happy. I am so happy that sex does actually get better with age and sharing my lingerie proclivities with the world was quite interesting and fun. So I really really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. I kind of got bored when I was getting this like I was putting this whole little note together. I was like I'm so sick of writing all the episodes but I really had fun better as a fantasy um I just I I enjoyed intense orgasms even sex for introverts I said we said thank you I am thankful I am happy I am just thank you 10,000 listens is not is not small in the three years that i've been podcasting i have been so rewarded and satisfied to just see the growth on here it's not as much as i would like but i am thankful for every leap i'm thankful for every bound that i am able to take i'm just i'm thankful this season was really, really awesome and I look forward to coming back sooner rather than later for season 6. Usually when I end the season, I have no idea I'm coming back. I don't know what's going on, but here I live in just such a good space that I will be back and the podcast is going to be awesome. So, until I come your way again next time love and light from your favorite sex positive chorus. Bye for now.